you know, I lost almost 15 lakh rupees. My rhythm of the career was broken because I left the job and I started that business. Being the only bread earner of the family, I came into a lot of debt, credit card dues, defaults, bank calls, collection calls and all. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm on a mission to help 1 million people reduce risk in their lives. To join me, go to myworstinvestmentever.com and sign up for our free weekly Become a Better Investor newsletter, where I share how to reduce risk and create, grow, and protect your wealth. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Academy, and I'm here with featured guests, Praveen. Kumar, Radbar, Praveen, are you ready to join the mission? Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. You are changing such a big you know, audience worldwide. I'm grateful. Thank you. Well, I know the uh, audience is going to get a lot from your story, particularly given your experiences. So let me introduce you to the audience. Praveen is an entrepreneur, founder, and CEO of Skilling You an employability skills-focused edtech startup in rural India. This is one of the top 100 promising startups ranked by Google and the Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology and is being incubated by Google, EdStart, Agora, and TIE. He has worked for over 13 years in corporates such as Axis Bank, Home Credit, Amway, SBI Cards, and AU Bank. Praveen, take a moment and tell us about the unique value that you're bringing to this wonderful world. Thank you so much, Andrew. It's just such a you know lovely being here and introducing me here with your lovely audience. So as I said, I'm Praveen from India. You know, I'm in Delhi, the capital of India. The value that I'm trying to build or trying to give back to the society because I believe whatever I am today because of the society I come from, because of the people they have helped us to me be here. So I come from a very you know, humble background, a rural part of India, a state called Uttar Pradesh. And after my you know, completion of graduation, I had no money to you know, pursue my you know, next education. I wanted to do some you know, fancy courses like MBA. Uh, I wanted to become a radio jockey and all, but due to funds and all, uh, being a farmer's son, I was not able to complete it. And I came to Delhi just to look for a job and all. So I started my career here. After spending 13 plus years in the corporate and being five years in my own entrepreneurship journey, I realized one thing, you know, that I realized very initially at the moment when I was here in Delhi. It's not Praveen who, you know, came here in Delhi. There are lakhs of students, you know, dropped down to the metro cities of India after graduation, post-graduation, looking for a job without having any clue what to do next and what kind of skills they need to get a basic entry-level job, you know, what kind of uh, motivation they need, even they don't know what, what is the meaning of a resume, how to give basic interview. And they struggle a lot because I struggled a lot, you know, finding my first job. Uh, that was only for 3,200 rupees per month when I started my first job. So that became my mission today. I'm helping the kind of student, the rural part of India student, they struggle in the same way that I struggled. And we have helped more than two lakh students today just to get their basic skills on employability part and to get a job in the market, to understand what kind of information they need to get into the you know, corporate world. 
helping them with the basic English courses, computer courses, Excel courses, interview skills, marketing skills, so that at least they can start the career, they can earn at least, and they can be self-reliant, self-dependent. And that's the, my mission is actually because India is, you know, 70% of India belongs to rural India. Mm. So if you want to empower India, you need to focus on the 70% of the India part. So that's where I'm working. That's where I'm trying to contribute and give back to the society. Yeah. Thank you. I'm done. Interesting. And I, I forgot my translation of the quantity of lack. How does that <laughs> translate into uh, the, like thousands? I need to check how it comes. It's a two lakh. I can I can give you in the dollar. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah. like in the it's a two lakh basically. Twenty thousand um, or it's a two hundred thousand, I believe. Two hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. Two hundred thousand. Yeah. And I was just thinking about we had a guest on. I had a guest on episode three forty, Janiad, and he has a, a business in America called NoDegree.com, and he focuses on people that don't have a degree and won't ever get a degree and helping them get access to the job market. And I thought that was really interesting. And, you know, here you are trying to serve the need that's there right now. Right. And I'm just curious, like, what is the biggest challenge as far as reaching the market? You know, like when you look at advertising, marketing and that type of thing, you know, this rural areas are very dispersed and it's not easy yeah. to to nail it i'm just curious how are you reaching the market you know, a startup is itself a very you know, daunting task. It is never going to be happen because when you choose a startup, you choose a different life altogether. I always mention in my talks that a startup is not a business, it's lifestyle. You need to live it on a daily basis, like 24 into 7 job. You can, if you can't think 24 into 7 in the startup way, we can't, you can't run the business. Obviously, as you said, it's a worst investment. There are a lot of things that, you know, there is nothing called worst investment, which I believe, because you got to learn a lot of things, right? I lost my first startup, you know, when I was working with a corporate, I left the job and I learned a lot of things after mm. failing that, after spending almost 15 lakh, uh, you know, in, in rupees, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I learned a lot of things that what not to do in the, my next startup. Right. So what I believe knowing in the business, what to do, it is more important than what knowing not to do. Hmm. Uh, okay. So that's come. So marketing, when it comes to marketing, you first of all you need to you know have a great product because yep. great product help you the you know in a better marketing and all today the youth is always on their digital platforms right as we know a smartphone is all the time in hand and that's the market actually mm. so you need to know how to show your product to the audience you know the marketing on the facebook or google or any ott platforms are playing a bigger role today to help you reach to the right audience apart from these we conduct a lot of you know offline events in the colleges universities we work with the universities and colleges as well we have done more than you know 200 programs on physical events on with the universities and colleges where we have you know trained or uh, interacted with lots of students right mm. so that's one way of doing marketing that we do on the ground so basically we follow two method it's a basically hybrid model one is the digital marketing that we do on the social media platforms the second mm. is the offline market when we we go to the you know school and colleges and we interact with the student we give them value some motivational you know seminars seminars on uh, basic skills they need to get into the job interview skills the confidence building and that's how we promote our product 
Second, I would like to mention here because um, our product is very pocket friendly. Okay. Yeah. The mission that I'm looking for, it's not about that making money only. So our maximum, like our maximum products are below 500, you know, in one second, I just see how 500 is in the dollar. It's like $6, $7. So a low price point, low entry point. Exactly. Get access. Exactly. So six to seven dollars is just the prices that we deal with and we give them a lifetime access to the courses and they can learn whenever they want. They can access the course whenever they want as many times as they want. So mm-hmm. this is, unique, uh, you know, again, like a very unique point because uh, the rural India is it's not an India having big pocketed. Right. So when you have a product with which is very pocket friendly, it help you reach to the bigger audience automatically. So mm. that that the few things that we we focus on. And and did you ever do it either free or, you know, free for a, a period or free for a certain amount of content, or did you always think it's better to charge a certain amount because you know for whatever reason? I'm just curious your your marketing strategy. And do it is very easy. I mean, the kind of background I come from, I just said I was very, you know, I struggled a lot with my education because of the funds and so on. I realize how it feels like when you want to study and you don't have money. Mm. So believe you me, during the lockdown, we gave free education, free courses to more than 40,000 students. Right. And Still, we sponsor schools, colleges, universities. If there are a student not able to, you know, pay even five to six dollar, right? And we just give them free coupons, even of our premium product. So it is more of a social entrepreneurship than mm. the, you know, the typical private limited firm. And obviously, we are a, a profitable organization, a tech company. We are well-funded. Yeah. But still, the social impact is always in our mission. If there is a student is trying to get, you know, or learn something, we are there to support and we give free access to. And what's the market like? I mean, where do you see the potential for what, you know, for your products? Are you close to that or is it, you know, a hundred times bigger than where you're at right now? Yeah, we are growing uh, really fast and at least at the speed of like 50% every month these days. And as I said, the, you know, 60% of India belongs to rural part of Mm, the country. And if you look at the youth, it's still the, you know, the penetration of mobile or smartphones, 4G and 5G is enabling everyone to study at home. So lockdown quite helped these businesses, right? Because during the lockdown, everybody was locked in the room and there was no access to the schools and colleges. So there's these online learning were forced to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And that created a new world, uh, new new business and all. Obviously it, it came, but, but this lockdown helped to uh, prioritize this. Right. So I see a big market. It's a huge market, huge, huge market, right? Mm. And the kind of a speed that we are, you know, taking, the kind of a speed we are growing, very soon we are going to be in, you know, in, in a big, big market, big, big segment in the big tech companies like in India. Right. So, yeah. Exciting. It's, uh, it's Exciting. a huge market. It's a yeah. huge market. Well, Thanks for that introduction. And it's interesting to, you know, learn what you're doing and, you know, sounds exciting. So now Thank you. it's time to share your worst investment. And since no one goes into their worst investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to it and then tell us your story. I believe, uh, you know, worst investment is 
I mean, at my personal view, there is nothing called worst investment because I always connect the dots, right? Whatever I have done in my past, the decision that I took, it didn't work that way as as I expected. But today, whatever I am today, because of that movement, that action only, whether it was bad or good, it is helping me today. So let me tell you, as I said, when I started my first startup and we lost it uh, you know, in, in within a year only, as mm. we say, 95% of startups are not able to see second year, right? Yeah. So we were one of them in my first startup. Today, my startup recently, we re, you know, uh, completed five years in my scaling you the current business, right? So, uh, you know, I lost almost 15 lakh rupees. My rhythm of the career was broken because I left the job and I started that business. Being the only bread earner of the family, I came into a lot of debt, credit card dues, defaults, bank calls, collection calls and all. But yes, I learned a lot of things, what not to do. Because when you today, those learnings are running my current business. Yeah, Whatever I am today because of that field startup only. Yeah. So... After spending 15 lakh rupees in that business, today I'm able to complete the five years of my current organization and to make it profitable, make it uh, you know well-funded, creating more jobs and all. So yes, I just want to tell all the audience there who are going to listen to this podcast, please, whatever you want to do, do it full enthusiasm, right? Mm. Even if you're going to fail, it's going to give you a lot of learning, which no university in the world can give you, right? Mm. So practical learning is always awesome. When you learn with your own experience, it is give you uh, going to give you a lot of strength, a lot of maturity, a lot of uh, you know thoughts that what not to do next. Yeah. So yes, uh, even recently we learned, uh, you know, a big lesson as well. Being a digital company, uh, you know, in, in the online education company, we were running our sales businesses with some offline market kind of things, mm-hmm. right? And we were not doing pretty good, right? So somehow we just, uh, you know, focused our, um, you know, we, we started focusing on the digital uh, sales again. Mm. And I had to, you know, so there were 25 people in my team. And luckily, they left the job, I did not ask anyone to leave the job or probably resign. Mm. Somehow they just left the job and we came down to the five people. Yeah. So and the moment we came down to the five people, our businesses for that month grown on 800 times. So I just learned if I, you know, I had to take this decision almost eight or nine months before I would have saved almost 30 lakh rupees. Yeah. <laughs> so th- this was the learning because there, there is one uh, quotation in the startup world that I really love about if you can't feed your team with two pizzas, it's the last team. Mm. So what I learned today, even you can done, uh, you can do amazing businesses with a small team if they are amazing at their work. And that's what we are doing today, right? Mm-hmm. We are just five, six people making really good revenue and paying good salaries to them. And uh, now we don't need a last team. And now I can, yes, feed my team with uh, two pizza to complete the stomach, like full stomach. So that's what the learning. So I, I obviously I lost almost you know 30 lakh rupees, but the kind of learning I received 
the kind of learning i got it is amazing and trust me it is going to me you know help me in my upcoming um, mm. you know fundraise upcoming journey in my startup life so let's let's recap and kind of summarize what you think are the number one number two number three most important things that you learn ah so first startup helped me to learn uh, when i failed my first startup it is always the finance management yeah when you want to start your business make sure that you understand your product well you understand your market well you understand your finance well because when you leave your job and you come into your business you you still have to look for the salary and a startup is not not going to pay the salary right mm-hmm. so we we did not control our expenses we hired a lot of people we hired a lot of gadgets and all the offices and all and we collapsed right so when you are into a startup journey you will have to make sure that your uh, you know finances are in control yeah and mm-hmm. you have some backup plans to live your life at least on the minimum side right? Right. so uh, that was the amazing learning that i received second i learned that people are your biggest strength yeah the networking skills your biggest skills being a founder and ceo right so you should have the awesome people awesome mentors right because what i completely believe today if you want to run a successful startup you will have to have amazing mentors around you cannot play it all alone you cannot play it all you know uh, just because that you are capable to do all of things you cannot make a great company so for to create a great company please have a right mentors around you mm. right they will at least help you not to do the wrong things probably or probably sometimes you know we fall in love with our own ideas yeah when when we fall in with our own ideas we generally don't listen any criticism against it <laughs> so mentors are the people they can you know they will be at least able to give you that this is wrong right this is you need to correct yep. so having a right mentor help you to create a great company the uh, you know create a great journey and the entrepreneurship things one question on the mentor how how do you find a mentor for the person listening in that says oh that's probably good advice i need to get a mentor is a mentor inside your company outside is it someone older is it someone you know your age how, how would you say the best way to find a mentor is i see this is my completely a personal experience i never you know look for mentors from the you know service field mm. when i'm into business i always look for the people in the business class because they understand the risk they understand the culture they understand the pain and again the age is obviously matters a lot sometimes because uh, you know when you look for the some uh, older people coming from the old school they have a different thought of uh, with due respect they have a different thought of a style of you know working right. or because they yeah. learn from their own experience today startup is very volatile yeah yeah very risky very very different the work culture is different i mean initially you just asked me are you on leave today and i said no when you are in a startup there is no leave right there is no week off there is no weekend you have to work 24 into 7 we have to live uh, your life in a startup life only mm. so I, i always look for the mentor who has uh, done some entrepreneurship things running a successful business having a good network at least having a right understanding about the businesses sales marketing team building all these things right so they they help and this could be on your company's board the advisory board or probably you there could be some seniors coming from some good institutions people are there you need to find you need to you know spend some time because finding a right coach is again one of the finest or toughest job in a startup yep So maybe I'll share a couple of things that I took away from what you shared. First one is startup is a lifestyle. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to do startup, don't come and tell us, "Hey, I want to do startup so I can uh, have more free time in my life." 
<laughs> you're not going to have it. That's the first thing. The second thing is, you know, I wanted to talk briefly about the financial management of companies and the controlling of expenses. The best piece of advice that I can give related to finance and startups is very, very simple. And that is, if you got a startup and you're trying to grow it to be something big, make sure you have close the books every month and have on time and accurate financial statements. Yeah. If you can produce on time and accurate monthly financial statements and then get your team to sit around and look at them, you're going to eliminate most of the financial risk. It's when we take, when we don't know what's going on and we're looking in a rear view mirror to see what happened in the past and we can't get the data and we've got to work, you know, we've got to go get the customers. We've got to bring the product out and all that. But I challenge everybody. And if if you're saying, Andrew, that's hard because I don't, I, I, I just talked with an entrepreneur yesterday and he has, you know, he has about a $10 million revenue company. And he's like, I do not have control of the finances and it's not in a way that I can really understand it. So if uh, for anybody starting up, make sure you do that. If you're having a problem with that, contact me and I can help. And then, you know, the other thing about having good people and having good mentors, I think it's a it's an inspirational thing for all of us to to reach out and try to find those mentors that can help. I know when I was young, I just did it myself. I, I can do it myself. You know, I don't want to bother anybody or, you know, all of that. And now you realize as you get older that, you know, people want to help and people do are okay with sharing. So, you know, reach out. I think this is a great reminder of that. So let me ask you, based upon what you learned from this story and what you continue to learn, what one action would you recommend our listeners take to avoid suffering the same fate? You need to decide one thing why you started. Yeah. If you started with a dream, with a passion, with the because startup is a roller coaster life. You know, when you start your day, you feel like I'm gonna done an amazing job. I'm going to win the world billion dollar company. After some time, just if, if a client is saying no to you for a product, you just feel your your, your enthusiasm is you know completely down and you're broken. Trust me, friends, it is a journey because when you start, one beautiful quote I love about startup: you can't if you can't do it for five years, don't do it for five minutes. Yeah. Yep. You will you will have to wait. You will have to give at least basic three years to understand what is your business is all about. And you will have to love that roller coaster life with obviously with the all the you know mentors, guidance, and all your people and all. So trust me, don't give up. Don't, don't, don't give up because you know we we just became profitable, making good money, and we just completed five years. Mm. But we were more, you know. There were many times we were in Death Valley. We were about to die. Mm. But the only thing was that I decided I'm not going to die. Right. Yeah. So today is not my last day. Right? Yep. That's a good way of looking at it. All right, so, let me. Yeah. I was going to ask you, what's a resource that you'd recommend for our listeners? Either something of yours or something that's inspired you or helped you in your life? 
I think uh, I, I was just going through your website. You've got the amazing people on board and they have shared a lot of experience. So obviously, uh, I, I recommend your website, first of all. right? Mm. And there are a lot of content on the Google or on the YouTube. Obviously, we do have our application. Uh, there are a lot of uh, things that one can learn. But still, I always, for the founders and for the you know, business owners, I always suggest, please try to build your network please try to meet the successful people, even some failure people, because they, they can help you to learn what they did wrong. Yeah. Mm. So just, just visit them, just take the help, you know, trust me, the busiest person in the world is available to meet all you need to know how to approach them. Yep. I would, I would say that's pretty much true. I mean, you can catch them at a bad time, but generally <laughs> they're, they're interested. All right. Last question. What's your number one goal for the next 12 months? We are going to serve at least 10 lakh students and 100,000, not in, I need to know that. In yeah, it's, language. It's, <laughs> a lakh is 100,000. <laughs> so 10, so that's a million? Yeah, Ten yeah, one million, million, one million, one yeah. million, yeah. yeah. One million students next one year just to help them with the basic employability skills, help them to get a job, uh, help them with a lot of clarity of where to start their career, what after, you know, graduation, you know, because um, the kind of city, the kind of state, the kind of, uh, you know, location I saw, they are not that financially great. So after graduation, they start looking for the job. They start looking for something to earn. So that's mm. where uh, we are just trying to impact 1 million students in the next 12 years, help them to become uh, you know, self-reliant, self-dependent. That's where my happiness lies in. Fantastic. Well, listeners, there you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning. Remember, I'm also on a mission to help 1 million people. In oh. my case to help them reduce risk in their life. If you're not yet joined the mission, just go to myworstinvestmentever.com and join my free weekly Become a Better Investor newsletter to reduce risk in your life. So as we conclude, Paween, I want to thank you again for joining our mission. And on behalf of ASTOTS Academy, I hereby award you alumni status for turning your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience? Thank you so much, Andrew. Um, I just loved being here, and I'm, I'm amazing to uh, you know. It's, it's like amazing to see that how great people like you are changing the world with the amazing stories. Because the real stories always inspire for the uh, you know amazing time, right? It's it's a never everlasting things that one when you learn someone from uh, you know from somebody's stories, right? So uh, the only lovely word to your audience: Hey, people, just just love whatever you're doing, and trust me. Never give up. It is going to be a beautiful world tomorrow for you. And you're going to love one day that, yes, that day you decided to drop. But yes, you just moved on and you thought it's tomorrow that I'm going to make this world again <laughs> amazing. So yes, success is waiting for you. Just never give up. Fantastic. And that's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and protect our well fellow risk takers. Let's celebrate that today. We added one more person to our mission to help 1 million people reduce risk in their lives. This is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stott, saying, I'll see you on the upside.